Hey everybody, this is the Emmanuel Pastors Podcast, your chance to listen in on a conversation between Pastor Nathan and Pastor Theo. Theo, welcome back. It's been a while. <laughs> it's good to be back. We took a couple of weeks off and then the last episode was just me and Tim, so yeah. how you doing, man? Good, good. I am uh, I'm really busy right now with just trying to finish up degree stuff, but uh, looking forward to being finished with the my master's work in December. So yay. That's super exciting. I know, right? You know, be a master of all things divine. Uh, 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 anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. Um, yeah, and then this week you just kind of got thrown on you that you're going to be preaching on Sunday. Yeah. T- take take that. Well, so um, it'll be all right. I, 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 thankfully, I, I had a couple backup sermons, so... Uh, today and tomorrow I'll just go through and look over my notes and try to clean up the sermon a little bit. Yeah. So. And for those of you who don't know, that's because I got a positive COVID test this week. Um, I'm just really thankful to God that the symptoms have been really mild. Uh, Sunday, I preached twice and I was just exhausted, just wiped out, and I thought, man... Maybe it's just from preaching twice, but uh, at night I was kind of had the shiver shakes and uh, couldn't get couldn't get warm. But I slept all night. Monday was my day off, so I already had an excuse to be lazy. But I just felt super lethargic and unmotivated and just kind of yucky. Uh, so I scheduled a test on Tuesday because we're going to go visit my family this this weekend. So I just wanted to kind of be sure and also I was a little curious about the experience of the test <laughs> it's not very fun if you do the up the nose one by the way mm. but um, yeah I was feeling back to normal by Wednesday and then I got the call and I was I was pretty shocked um, and then pretty much the whole day Wednesday was taken up with contact tracing and calling people and figuring out logistics of canceling meetings and all that all that hassle so, but uh, but yeah, Andrea had a little bit of achiness Monday and Tuesday, but nothing that bad. And the kids have been fine. They just got tested yesterday with the saliva test. So, um, yeah, we're gonna figure out how to move forward with all this. But we're we're quarantined. Thanks to everybody that's brought us stuff and run errands for us and checked in on us and prayed for us and. Um, we're doing we're doing fine by and God's grace. It's good to hear that you're you're doing well and that you're up and, and running. So praise God for that. Yeah, yeah, it's hasn't been that bad. So could be worse, right? And uh, other people in the church that have gotten COVID are all seem to be recovering. And praise God. So I think we said this at the beginning that we're not. We're not by any means under an illusion that nobody's going to get this. In fact, I think most experts are saying everybody's going to get this eventually. But uh, but we're going to be safe. We're not going to be reckless. And I feel like we've done that well. So keep doing that. Um, yeah. So in these podcasts, we've done an episode on what we've been reading, right? Mm-hmm. We did an episode on what we've been watching. So I guess this one's a little bit on listening. Like, 
what you've been listening to, Theo. What what do you listen to? What's your music taste and listening habits? Uh oh, I my music taste is like yeah. eclectic but also like trash, so I can't. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? Uh so if if I want to be pretentious or something like that, I'll say like I like I like everything and I'll listen to I'll listen to like jazz music or like or like like classical and stuff like that. But if I'm defaulting to something, it's it's the the emo alternative bands of like my teenage years and stuff like that. That's what I listen to. Who would that be? What's one example? Uh my favorite back in the day was a band called like Underos, which was just like a screamo band. <laughs> Never heard of them. Yep. All right. So uh, on your on your um, radio in your in your your truck, what uh, what are the presets? Uh for Chicago, I have like Moody Radio, NPR, and like the other Christian station, and that's about it. Okay. What's I don't know the, the, the other one is Christian music, whatever. The the uh, K Love. Yeah. Yeah, those are the three that I like to toggle back and forth. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What kind of? I I actually I have no idea. Like, what kind of music do you like? I've never asked really? you that. Yeah. We never, we never talked about that. Yeah. Um. I know you like. Uh, what's the, the the bands that came, like recently, and we we put on a concert <laughs> for them. You don't remember their names. I don't remember their names. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Grey Havens. They yeah. actually uh, just dropped a. They're just doing lots of remixes. It seems like lately of older things. They did a "This My Soul" remix, and I really don't like their updated versions of any of their songs better than the originals. Mm-hmm. And they have a few other new ones that have come out that are pretty good. Actually, "Rest" is good. Um, so, but yeah, they haven't come out with a new album for a while, and that's really the like the the latest new band I've gotten into, and uh, that even isn't even that new. I mean, that's probably like over it's like two years old for me. So, I'm not a big music person, I guess. Uh, and I I remember reading a study one time, and I'm going to mess up the details, but it was something to the effect that like once you're over thirty you don't really listen to new music you just re-listen to kind of the same stuff <laughs> mm. which makes sense i think it's yeah I, I don't know so gray havens was new for me you know in my 40s but um but really i yeah i go back to the stuff from my childhood and teen years which was why like what did you well so it's kind of two things so my dad always had the radio on in the car and it was always the oldies station right now oldies that those that definition of oldies changes over time right so uh the oldies that i grew up in was like the 50s and the 60s mm-hmm. kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh and then now oldies stations have changed and so now oldies is like 70s and 80s and sometimes yeah. ni- 90s which is yeah. kind of funny um but but so on my presets in my car, preset number one is eighty seven point seven, which is me. Uh, it's like me TV's radio station. Oh, so cool! If you know me yeah. TV is like this T 
TV station that plays like Andy Griffith and Happy Days and like old old reruns of old TV shows, sitcoms. And then they have this TV state or the radio station is is the only place I think you can get like the real oldies, you know. Mm. Um, the previous oldies, I mean ninety four point seven WLS, they used to be oldies, and now that's more like seventies and eighties. Mm. Um, and uh, I also listen to Light FM ninety three point nine. That's gonna bring in like. 80s 90s kind of light stuff i listen to that a lot npr's on there uh moody's on there but i don't listen to that much anymore and my kids like k-love actually Mm -hmm. um so i've gone back and forth on k-love before but you know it's it's safe for the whole family Mm. uh 101.9 if i want to try to hear some new pop music yeah i'll do that every once in a while Mm -hmm. Mm. 101.1 is kind of hard harder stuff <laughs> and I don't really like that that much so but yeah so I, I would say my jam right now is probably like 70s and 80s okay alright 70s and 80s pop and then uh, Spotify I haven't really been deep into Spotify lately but that's a place where I can expand or put on some Bach if I if I want to focus and mm-hmm. or uh, every once in a while I, some old country I like I'm curious I have this intrigue with country I think Johnny Cash got me into it you ever mm. listened to yeah I really like Johnny Cash so. yeah intriguing yeah. guy yeah I watched the movie Walk the Line like a long time ago yeah and then that kind of got me interested and then his his stuff like later in life like when the man comes around hmm Oh my gosh, that gives me chills. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've listened to some of his older stuff. Uh, so Spotify is a great place to explore. Yeah. But but yeah, so so basically like we're not big. I mean, I mean, sounds like you too. Like neither of us are big on the cutting edge with music or really mm-hmm. big into the music scene. So this might for for some of you like music people. You might feel like, ah, what am I listening to this for? But <laughs> it might so chime. it's not like we're we're you know we got some this our finger on the pulse of great new bands or stuff like that that um, some people might be like. So what I was thinking of doing today instead of like what are you listening to lately is just go, um, just go to the the top charts and just maybe like pick the the top five right now and. Uh, and see if we can analyze it. It's kind of like a fun little game. Are you up for it? Yep. Okay. Uh, let me so, adjust my mic really quick. Yeah. So we gave all you listeners out there a chance to send in a request for us, and we got zilch, which means we probably don't have that many listeners, and or maybe you're not interested. So <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna go to the top top uh top chart and uh just and we haven't done any prep so this is totally first time interacting and seeing this it's just going to be a fun little fun little game and we'll see where it goes but it's kind of like turn that song into a sermon illustration that's the name of the game okay turn that song into a sermon illustration which is kind of fun all right so billboard top song right now number one on the charts 
is called Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. Have you heard of this at all? I've never heard of this. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I've never right. heard of any of these top five Billboard songs. So Okay. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Shoot for the Stars. Uh, lyrics. All right, let's see. Wait, this is not a song. This is an album. Oh, okay. I I have lyrics to a song. Do you? Yeah. Okay, read them to me. Shoot. This is called "Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon." The song. Uh, <laughs> by little TJ, right? No, it's supposed to be by Pop Smoke. By Pop Smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that this is an album chart. Oh. Uh, what about singles? Top songs right now. Are you just Googling that? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, hot 100 songs. Okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. Okay, uh, that's number one. Number one is... Uh, uh, some of these we can't is kind of <laughs> kind of like we can't we can't do because they're not they're not they're not like family <laughs> what friendly. is it no come on <laughs> number one is like mood I don't know what this is mood. so yeah why couldn't we do mood I don't oh, I don't know anything about mood but like one of the songs is like I, I just can't do it's you know like, it and you know it's bad yeah it's it's got a reputation for being bad well why can't we uh, pick it apart and analyze it it's it's from a biblical worldview it's pretty it's pretty pretty uh explicit okay yeah. all right so mood lyrics the first word is called yeah all right yeah why are you always in a mood uh bleeping round acting brand new i ain't trying to tell you what to do but try to play it cool baby i ain't playing by your rules everything look better with a view hmm all right. I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Why, why are you always in a mood? I ain't trying to tell you what to do, but try to play it cool. Baby, I ain't playing by your rules. Okay. I uh, can never get attached. When I start to feel unattached, somehow always end up feeling bad. This is First of all, this is bad poetry. This is let's not just, great. Let's just say, like, okay, all right, this is the state of society right now. Yeah. Um, this is not not Shakespeare or George Herbert or John Donne or even Simon and Garfunkel or Johnny Cash. This is uh, baby. I'm not your dad. No, it's not all you want from me. I just want your company, girl. It's obvious. Elephant in the room, and we're a part of it. Don't act so confused. And you love starting it. Now I'm in a mood. Now we arguing in my bedroom. Ah, okay. Something. So. so took that turn. All right. We we play games of love to avoid the depression. We've been here before, and I won't be your victim. Wow. So it took. I mean, it's kind of funny and sad in a in a like wow this is bad sense, but. If you can like peel peel back the layers and try to see this as a expression of what people in the world are doing, I mean, it, to me, it makes me 
It makes me really sad. Hmm. So, uh, is this? I'm I'm guessing this is about like like a couple who are fighting a lot and it looks like they don't really like each other very much but they're putting up with each other because they're sad or depressed or something like that yeah I think so like I just think it, it shows the uh, psychological, uh, a psych like just the the world of, of everybody's everybody's in therapy and everybody's got mood swings and you know got issues. They're trying to hook up with somebody else to f- to find some kind of pleasure, but it doesn't necessarily work we play games of love to avoid the depression Uh, that just Hmm. I don't know I think that's probably pretty telling as to what's going on out there in the world and what relationships are like Hmm. no grand purpose to life or deep you know substantial commitment in a relationship that's f- fulfilling it's uh, let's, let's let's go to the bedroom and have sex to try to do something to get some pleasure mm. uh, to avoid the de- depression yeah so uh, alright sermon sermon illustration what, what would we do with with uh with, with this this guy's uh, this guy's mood. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if this will work. Let me just see if I can play it. Uh, can you hear that? A little bit. It's like some explicit lyrics, though. Did you, could you hear that at all? A little bit. Not really. A little bit. It sounds like a fun song. It's just got a fun little beat. It's kind of uh, electric, electronic. And I think that's... Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, so the sermon illustration. What does this illustrate? I think Ecclesiastes, maybe, what we just read and... Hmm in our uh, Bible reading plan just I don't know what to do so I'm going to give myself to pleasure try that for a while but yeah, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily do it you know it doesn't give it distracts me for a, for a bit but if I really come back and think about the big issues of life um, they're still there you know hmm think yeah I think that works um I mean you can also take it and like illustrate uh I guess what is uh 
I mean, obviously, like the big question is like, what what do you mean by love, right? Mm. Um, do you mean like something that uh, is love really just something that we use to sort of distract us from how sad we are? Um, yeah. Or how does that contrast with the biblical definition where it's it's where we care about someone more than ourselves and and put their needs above ourselves and some um, sacrifice for them uh, rather than use them for our own needs so okay yeah. uh, what's um sorry what's What's number two here? Uh, number two is pretty explicit. So you're familiar with it? It's like got like in the news for being like the most explicit sexual song, like ever. I haven't I haven't listened to it, but yeah. Okay. <coughs> what do you? So I'm not going to read these lyrics. I'm seeing it right now. Um, but so what, what, what do you make of this uh, culture that will just put out such explicit sexual stuff mm-hmm. I mean here's something that just comes to mind I, I uh, so now we've finished Ecclesiastes in the Bible reading plan and we're, we're reading Song of Songs which is very sexual right yeah but it's not crass or vulgar mm-hmm. it's somehow uh, classy a little bit poetic it's uses image uh, imagery and it's um, does I mean I, I guess I could I could be wrong in because I don't know exactly if I'm not reading it in its original context exactly but it seems to me a little more uh, yeah, what's the word Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's the word. Uh, it's not explicit. It's well, it, it is explicit in some ways, but it's. I I don't think like I I actually like. Uh, it, it sounds kind of weird, but I I like the poetry in Song of Songs a lot. Um, I don't think. One thing, like I don't think it's it's simply a book about like about sex. I think I think that's I think it's it's about like love and romance and and the good stuff about that and sex is included in that. Um, but um, yeah, so I think. Uh, the Bible has categories for like talking about this stuff that it, and expressing how how beautiful it is and how 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 good it is in God's creation, um, without you know degrading anybody or uh, objectifying anybody involved, um, and uh, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I think it's I think it's good for Christians to think 
about like about love and romance and and the categories of these things in a as good gifts from the Lord and uh, I think that's healthy. Yeah, um, that's well put. Yeah. So that yeah that we shouldn't be like uh, <coughs> have some Victorian morality of hush hush and not mm-hmm. talk about sex. Yeah. Maybe we need to talk about it more, but in a honoring way. Yeah. In a, in a dignified way. Mm-hmm. Not just a you know, like a to quote an older song, "You and me, ma- baby, ain't nothing but mammals." Let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Like that mm. comes from a worldview that we are purely like, we're animals. Yeah. We're just evolved animals, and we do this animal thing, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. We're made in God's image, and so sex is not a pure, you know, urge. It's it's something that points to God in some some way. It's it's actually um, can have huge spiritual yeah. implications. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's because we're not like we're not simply animals that we uh, we don't we don't put sex in like a closet or anything like that. But we value it highly because we understand that the significance of it when, when two um, two people become one and the spiritual union that's formed in that and how uh, ultimately that, that that type gets fulfilled in in, in Christ's uh, love for his church um, so yeah yeah all right I'm looking at the next one laugh now cry later by Drake by Drake are you familiar with that one I've never heard this song. Uh, I've listened to some Drake songs before, though. Um, yeah, the first words again are "woa, woa, <laughs> yeah." So, I hope I'm not being cultural snob or something like that. But I, I like some Drake songs. Not all of them, but I, like Drake. I haven't yeah. listened to any of them. Yeah. What's he like? Uh he's. He's a rapper, hip hop guy. That like some of his stuff can be really good and some of it can be really shallow. So it, it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. This is hard for me because sometimes it takes me I have to kind of not just read it but also hear it, you know, and then listen to it several times. I'm notoriously bad at lyrics like Again, these songs from my childhood, I'll just be like singing them, kind of singing along, but I'm not, I don't really know what they say or think about it. And Andre will be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) This is awful. This is, did you know this is about this? I'm like, what? No way. So I'm, I'm generally not a good lyrical analyst. (laughs) I I like the beat sometimes. I don't know if that's good or bad, but, uh, but sometimes once I do listen to the, lo- the songs, I, I can s- I, I like to go down deeper into them. Um, for example, this is kind of going off of our Hot 100 Billboard stuff, but mm-hmm. just uh, John Mellencamp, Johnny Cougar used to be called. He's from um, a town nearby in Indiana where I grew up, and some of his songs are kind of about Indiana life. And 
that old one I mean one I, I, I just I never really thought about it much but the little ditty about Jack and Diane two American kids growing up in the heartland like that's kind of he's singing about my life like or he has a song about small town yeah right? yeah but I listened to that one about Jack and Diane recently and and I was like oh wow I think I know what he's talking about now it's not just a fun song hmm. I think he's uh, um, he's talking about how it kind of like the idea that youth is wasted on on the young you know that uh, mm-hmm. wow, what's the phrase in that song um, uh, let me see here if I can find it Yeah, this, you know, like these kids, they, you know, Jack's going to be a football star. Um, they, they, like, the, their life's all ahead of them. It's all, f- you remember, like, high school and just everything seems optimistic and lots of potential. Um, and they, their kind of girlfriend and boyfriend in high school probably still doing bad stuff, even back in the 80s, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. Um, it kind of—it's kind of like them growing up, and these dreams of what they'll be like when they grow up kind of start to materialize. And um, but they—they—they they, they go away, and you get old, and. And then there's a line in here that said, holding on to 16 as long as you can. Right? Like, I think that's the world's idea. Uh, it's like you're growing up, junior high, high school, college. It's kind of all, it's like it's like the ascent. But then at some point you're like, you're over the hill. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're on the descent. And you're just trying to get back to that childhood so many people do that right so many people become empty nesters and then get divorced and try to relive their 20s you know it's sad and i can find myself slipping into that mindset sometimes like Hmm. oh i'm in midlife it's all downhill i can't do what i used to do i I can't my body won't do what it used to do my mind isn't as sharp as it was i'm i'm done but that's like completely not a christian idea Hmm. Right, like a, a Christian hope is of, of eternity, that this is just, you know, a blip. It's a little pre, like a first few words of the the, the preface to our our life. Yeah, that's going to go on for eternity. Mm. Yeah, but the world's kind of idolizing youth and. Uh, it's kind of sad like Billy Joel he's another guy from 70s 80s and um, you look at his life and I don't know I just find a lot of sadness looking at some of these washed up rockers Hmm. their life is not happy anyway I'm not I'm not (laughs) eloquent about this I'm just thinking out loud yeah no I, I mean with all these songs it's it's I, don't know, I, I think about this sometimes about like um 
if I, I don't, like, if I didn't believe in, like, heaven, like, yeah, I would totally live like this. I would totally, like, try to be as happy as I could be now and, um, and, uh, fear about the future, fear about getting old and, and, um, and losing the ability to, to live my life and, and be independent and, and be happy now. Um, so, um, I mean, that's eat, eat, drink, yeah. tomorrow we die. Yeah. That's if there is no resurrection. Yeah. <coughs> but, but, but there is a resurrection. There is a resurrection. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah, that changes everything. And so now it's like, all right, my life now isn't, isn't meant to just like burn bright and die. It's, it's, uh, right. prep for, prep for the next life. So back to the Drake. I don't know what the song's about, <laughs> uh, but the title, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Maybe yeah. that that's maybe that kind of sums it up. It's like, but but the uh, I mean the biblical worldview it, it kind of flips that around, right? Like, yeah. Cry now, laugh later. Like, yeah. We go out sowing in tears. We come back reaping joy. Like, mm-hmm. cry, you know, tears may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. That we, it's it's the cross followed by the resurrection. It's participate in his suffering so that somehow he may participate in his resurrection it's yeah. um you know the what he f- the f- sermon on uh, jesus this luke's version especially if like blessed are those who mourn for they'll be comforted if you've um kind of had your fill now that's that's it that's kind of sad mm-hmm. yeah so instead of laugh now cry later let's we cry now we weep now we we fully experience the the fall and we 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 mourn that but we do not do not grieve as those with no hope mm. blinding lights by the weekend you know this song i <sighs> um yeah you do uh, no i don't oh i'm okay. just like starting to realize like i might okay. i might just like not be cool <laughs> well, you're you're past your prime, man. <laughs> your your best days were in your past, bro. It's, um, it's fine. So the the first word in, in the lyrics to this song is also yeah, yeah. I've been trying to call. I've been on my own for long enough. Maybe you can show me how to love. Maybe I'm going through withdrawals. You don't even have to do much. Too much. You can turn me on with just a touch, baby. I look around and sin cities cold and empty. Oh, no one's around to judge me. Oh, I can't see clearly when you're gone. Interesting. I think this one might be something I want to listen to and try to f- feel out a little bit more. Okay. There's still. It's interesting how there's still categories, just la- you know, little vestiges of a biblical understanding mm-hmm. of sin. But an honest, I mean, this is what artists do, right? Like, I think there's a huge place for artists. Even today's artists may not be 
I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. But I, yeah, I think I think a lot of them are. They're still, they're they're doing. They have a gift, a, a gift of God's common grace, to put their finger on something about the world, um, an experience, a feeling, a sentiment, a, and and articulate it or uh, just help us to see. I think Christians need to be listening to secular stuff and even benefiting from it like sometimes a non-christian can have greater innocent insight and penetrating understanding of a human the human plight (laughs) that maybe sometimes christians don't because we simplistically um try to move to answers too quickly Mm -hmm. so that's one thing i want to kind of um recommend is don't just listen to positive encouraging K-love um, you know explore the depths of stuff another guy you like Francis Schaefer yeah yeah and he was good at this I think um, oh, by the way I found he, he made some videos like they're half an hour long uh, videos kind of exploring Western civilization mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime they're free right now I went back and watched a few of those recently mm-hmm. I'll probably uh, I saw them up there. I haven't checked them out yet. Um, how now, or how then shall we live? I think yeah. Was, no. Um, but he did a good job of showing how to engage with art mm-hmm. and understand what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but the city is cold and empty. It, it's cold and empty. That's true. And if they can, if somebody can help us shiver at the emptiness uh, and coldness of the world I think that is a good thing because then we'll I mean really really feel the emotions we should feel over hell <laughs> mm. uh, trying to it looks like this is yeah this is an interesting like thing like I think the Drake song might maybe might not be about a girl but like a lot of music's about like man a lot of music's about girls man and relationships and stuff like that right yeah wow I saw Blinding Lights I'm gonna have to listen to this yeah and uh and see there might be a follow-up episode like oh that's what that song is all right one more one okay. more all right, all right. dynamite one? by bts um we we might have a problem with this because it's it's in it's in korean oh <laughs> that's cool <laughs> yeah so i bet you they're there well i mean some people in our church listen to this song oh yeah like yeah th- yeah for sure uh, so if you know what this means, let us know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't see the. Uh, there's a translation of it online. Oh, I don't, that'll be fun, man. I don't really know if this is gonna work. Out. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I mean, so by the way, my kids are into it to to Hamilton. I mean, okay. They're like they could they can quote the whole thing to you right now. And then there's this spoof where they like translated Hamilton into, I don't know, 
Czechoslovakian and then back into English and then they sang it. Uh, it's kind of fun. So what's the, what's the translation? Let me see. It. Well, I think the lyrics are like. Okay, so whoever did it, it's not it's not like messy or nothing like that. It's it, it, it's legit lyrics. So because okay. uh, I'm in the stars tonight. No, no, no. It's because ah uh, ah, uh, <laughs> I'm in the stars tonight. So watch me bring the fire and set the night alight. Shoes on, get up in the morn, cup of milk, let's rock and roll. King Kong, kick the drum, rolling on like a rolling stone. Sing song when I'm walking home. Jump up to the top, LeBron. Ding dong, call on my phone, iced tea, and a game of ping pong. <laughs> this is like fun, I'll give it that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with this. I'm not sure what to <laughs> say. <laughs> okay. Uh, we probably better wrap this up. Um, and sometimes I think there's a place for just a fun song hmm. that, that you don't even think about too hard. Like most of the Beatles lyrics don't make any sense. You know, cuckoo cachoo, I am the walrus. Like, what, is, what does that mean? Right? But hey, it's fun. Um, yellow submarine. I, there's probably, actually, people have probably analyzed this. It probably yeah. has something to do with hey. drug culture or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But, but, uh, but hey, you have permission, I think, if it doesn't uh, lead you to sin, to just enjoy a good beat, dance, and. Uh, that's pop music right there. Yeah. Did you ever read the book Devil Wears Blue... Devil... Uh, no, um, not Devil something Wears... Blue Suede Shoes or something like that. All God's Children in Blue Suede Shoes. Yeah. Uh, I have it. I, I've looked over it. I haven't, I haven't read it, though. It's an interesting exploration of pop culture. Mm. Where I think the most charitable reading of that book's reading of pop culture is that it's like cotton candy. Um, which, hey... You can have cotton candy every once in a while, but um, it's also good to train yourself to higher forms of culture. And, uh, anyway, mm. we've rambled enough. I don't know if there's any benefit to this because, again, this is a podcast. It's like cotton candy. So re- listen to it while you're folding the laundry or doing something mindless. But then go read a book, a book written in the last century or or um, yeah it's a good place to start huh yeah yeah alright everybody we will catch you on the flippy okay bye <laughs> thanks Theo <laughs> cause I'm in the stars tonight so watch me bring the Set the night light Shoes on, get up in the morning Cup of milk, let's rock and roll